0: Welcome back into ESPN West Palm with me, Chris Coquel, at Real Coach K on Twitter. We got a special guest right now, and that is someone who's been a star in our area for a long time out of Glade Central. Then he stayed home to FAU. He's now an NFL free agent. That is Cravon LeBlanc. Cravon, we appreciate a couple minutes. Thanks for joining us here on ESPN 106.3. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Now let's talk about that. Your path, and I, and I hope you're okay with us going back to the beginning of it all, Coming from Glade Central and the football history and probably looking up to guys who were already in the NFL, at what age did you know that, hey, maybe I'll be one of those guys?
1: I always had a passion. I always had a dream and aspiration to be an NFL football player. It would be some days where I would would wake up in the the middle of the night and have dreams about me in an NFL jersey. You know, and then it would be some days where, on Sunday, the game will be on, and I'll be watching the game and see this, the same position that I was playing and guys doing it at the time and, and say to myself, I can do that. I can do that same thing. I know I can. And I want to say about my junior to senior year and, and high school, that's when I really, really, really started getting recognition and exposure from college teams, teams I never I I never thought would, you know, give me an offer. Like, you know, LSU was my first verbal offer. Yep. So once I I started getting offers from big SEC schools like that, I kind of already was hinted by myself that I was some good.
0: Bring up your high school days. You were in Belle Glade. Everyone knows the allure of the muck and the traditions that go on there. How much of that is tall tales, and how much is it truth, some of the things that go on in the muck? In chasing football dreams.
1: I mean everything everything is true out there. You know, it's not it's not too much to really do out there, but it's only three things. Either you are a scholar, an athlete, or you're like people in the streets. Yep. You know, like it's it's no real like it's no movie theater. It's it's not much to do out in Belgrade. So like you really just have to be creative with your time while you're there and hang around guys of your caliber and of the same that's chasing the same dream as you.
0: Now you get to FAU, you decide to stay home. What was that like putting on for a local team out of Division one school that kids were finally starting to come to and wanting to play at FAU? You kind of started that trend upward also of guys, hey we're all gonna start going to the league out of FAU right here in Palm Beach County.
1: Man, it was it was it was very beneficial. You know, I was right in my backyard. It was close to home. My family could come see me play home cooked meals, oh nine, etc. And, you know, once I got that opportunity at SAU and I landed there, I, I never looked back. I just always put one brick at a time and, and was trying to do 1% better each and every day. And I had my head down there when I was grinding. And God blessed me with the opportunity.
0: Craven LeBlanc, NFL cornerback, joining us here on ESPN 106.3. What about the first time on a Sunday you got to put on an NFL jersey? What was going through your mind as you were sitting there getting ready to play in a game? Mm,
1: like, is it? It didn't feel real. Like I was like, dang! Like I'm really in the NFL. Like something I've been dreaming about my whole life. You know, like, yep. and now it's, it's So, like, is it really real? Like somebody pinch me? Cause, like, <laughs> like, dang! Like it's crazy, and it's, it's it's just an honor. And I'm just so blessed.
0: Was there ever a moment so far in your career where you looked over at the sideline, or even looked over at someone lining up against you, and you're like, wait, 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 I'm guarding him, or? I'm trying to intercept his passes. Have you had that wow moment so far? Uh,
1: I, I I wouldn't say I had a wow moment. It was more so like I would say a situation like that came about when I was with when I was with the Eagles. My first year in two thousand eighteen and Odell Beckham was with the New York Get J- uh, the New York Giants. And I had people I had I think that year it was a lot of injuries occurred, so I like I had the I had to play. I was out there. It was me, um, Shannon Sullivan, uh, Rasul uh, Douglas. It was, like, guys like that. And because, you know, at the time, I think uh, Darby was hurt, uh, Jay Mills was hurt, you know. So, like, we had to get go out there and next man up mentality and get the job done. And I would get calls from family members, friends. Oh, my God, bro, you – you, 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 covering Odell Beckham this week. Well, what you gonna do? <laughs> and I'm like, damn, like, just chill out. Like, y'all more nervous than I am. Like, you know what I'm saying? He, you know, he just, he, he a human being. He put his pants on like how I put my pants on. He bleeds just like how I bleed. Like, but it's just that realization that, like, okay, well, right now, well, Odell Beckham, boy, <laughs> he be, he, he be putting people on posters. So I really had to lock in. And it was some it was some plays and some routes where where he got me, but at the end of the game, I got him back and, and sealed, the get, sealed the game, winning um past the pass break for four. So
0: I actually think I remember that game specifically following your career locally here. How much trash talk goes into those one on one battles? Because you know we see it even down here covering the high school level, and a lot of the guys we cover in high school. Like, I coached one of the kids you went on a visit to FAU with, so I've been covering this game down here for a long time. And that trash talking starts early down here. How much of it does it continue on in the NFL?
1: I would definitely say it happens. It occurs. You have some players who who are energetic. Who all all you, you can hear them all game. You know, prime example Jamal Adams. He one of them. Like all games, you're gonna hear Jamal Adams talk. You know what I'm saying? Or if you have a receiver that's actually good, like Jarvis Landry. Jarvis and you're going to let you know and tell you about yourself. You can't guard me. Same thing with Judah Edelman. It's just the competitive nature in the game. And, you know, guys who have that dog in them When a dog versus a dog, it's, it's, it, it's going to get down and dirty, you know, and make the best man win.
0: Who's the best trash talker? Not even player, but just where they can even take you off your game, whether it's get you mad or even sometimes guys will make you laugh where it takes you off your game. Who's the best talker you've been around from when you were nine years old getting ready to play till now?
1: I, growing up, I would definitely say my brother, you know, when he was back playing football, like, that's just all he did. You know, he would let you know, you can't cover me, you trash. Oh, that's why you got cut <laughs> from the NFL. And now you back out here and you can't even cover a high schooler and, and I'm in my khakis. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's like things like that I was I was looking at it here and hearing at a young age. But guys in the league, to name a few, um, Chelsea Gardner, I don't know what he be saying out there to them people, <laughs> but week in and week out, like, it's always, like, somebody, like, trying to either like, push them down, fight them, knock his head off, like, it's just something that he's saying to them, like, and he, he he's a trash talker, you know, he likes to take people out of the game. Another trash talker that I love, Jalen Ramsey, and he gonna back it up.
0: Now, what about for you? Do you do a lot of talking out there? Again, Craven LeBlanc, NFL free agent from Belle Glade and FAU here with us on ESPN 106.3. How much trash talking do you do?
1: Me? I play my game. You know, I go out there and I do my thing. If trash talking occurs uh, uh, against the guy who I'm I'm going against and, and you're not really being productive, a productive receiver, you're not getting open, you're not catching any balls on me, I'm going to let you know about it. You know? So, that's just what it is. I'm, I'm feisty. I'm tenacious. So
0: your dog's in the background yeah. talking some trash too.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. He he gets fired up when he hear me talk about football.
0: <laughs> how has it been going training? I mean, just the the whole world. The, it's been a weird place for the last year. Being an NFL free agent, trying to get ready during COVID. How has that process been?
1: It was it was very different. I would say you know some guys use the gym. Some guys. Our gym head, and where I'm from down here in West Palm Beach, I always trained at Dyer Park, or I always trained at Singer Island in the sand, you know, and use those key components to get me faster, like running hills in the sand, ladders, things like that, to just help build my speed. And once COVID hit. When it was time to do exactly that, and you couldn't use a gym or you couldn't use certain parts anymore, I just would get up at like nine o'clock in the morning, and I shoot over this uh, Singer Island Bridge, and I was doing my workout on the bridge. You know, working on conditioning. I would run. I would. I would do a uh, uh, run over, run over the sink, like run the whole entire bridge, and then walk back run the whole entire bridge again walk back run the whole entire bridge like and i did that for four sets and then every time i would run across the bridge i would have to do some kind of variation whether it was squats, jumping jacks dips, you know just just something you know what i'm saying and it was just you just had to be real creative with your workout to get Better
0: for the debt. Now, how much does it help you though, knowing that everyone down here you grew up with? I mean, when I first moved down here from New York in 2006 and started coaching, all of a sudden I was like, "All right, who put the game on fast forward?" Because everyone was fat. I could. It was like a, it was almost like a different game of football because everyone was so much faster. How much did it help you growing up when you got to the big league where you had the fastest of the fastest, knowing that you've been playing against the fastest of the fastest your whole life?
1: It was very helpful very helpful. Just the competitive nature itself, too, as well, coming coming out of Belgrade. You know, there's a lot of superstars that came out of a small-town area like that from Belgrade. Fred Taylor, Travis Benjamin, Lee, Tavis Brown, Kevin Benjamin, Deontay Thompson, you know, just to name a few guys who were big-time names in Belgrade and happened to go to the league and just being around guys like that, man, it, it, it helps in the long run. So when you do come across other competitive guys and faster guys from other areas, it's, it's kind of like you playing back in Belgrade. You know what I'm saying? You always used to playing with high competition, higher competition.
0: Cravon LeBlanc, Blade Central alum, FAU alum, here with us on ESPN 106.3. All right. I got to get into it because I actually listened to it today and I was enjoying it. The song desires. Where did that come from? And how long have you been having that itch to be making music?
1: <laughs> oh, man. The music. Um, to be honest, the first time I ever heard about music, I got prophesied to from a prophet at my church. I got called out out of 200 people up to the stage. And when he called me up to the stage, this was his exact words. I remember it like it was yesterday. He said, oh, man, it's just something about you. Uh, I hear gates opening, you know, and he was like, the reason why I hear gates opening, he's like, correct me if I'm wrong, but do you have anybody in your family who's currently incarcerated, locked up or of any sort? And I was like, absolutely, you know, my oldest brother. And he was like, she... See, God had to move my brother out of my way to allow me to get on the type of path that I'm, that I'm on now. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you're young, everybody want to be like their older brother. Everybody want to follow follow into their older brother's footsteps. And then he goes and say, he say, and there's something about you. Like I just see, I just see music all over you. And I'm like, nah, 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 you got the wrong. <laughs> you got the wrong brother. That's my, that's my oldest brother. He do the music. You know, I'm just, I'm just a football player. And now that I look at it, what, seven, eight, seven, eight years ago from now, I mean, from then to now, it's just a whole wow moment. Like, dang, I'm actually doing music. And I've been writing music for, I've been writing music for five years, but actually been taking it serious for three. Yep. And I use music as a therapeutic method on anything I'm dealing with in life whether it's family members close friends um death or you know whatever I'm going through I I I I put that on like a I turn on an instrumental beat and I just get the writing on my memo pad and as time went on I consistently just gotten better over time at at rapping and I started to learn different flows. I started to learn myself, learn my voice. I started to understand different melodies. You know, I started being in the studio more just on my, on my downtime, all my off time, just to try to perfect my craft. Because once I start doing something, no matter what it is, it could be football, basketball, baseball, rapping. If I'm doing it, I want to be the best at it. And I'm going to, I'm going to give my all, you know? So, Music has been definitely uh, a real help for me dealing with my life situations, trials and errors. And, and you can feel it and hear it through my music. And I dropped my new, my latest new single, Desires. And I was writing Desires. I want to say sometime like the end of late December to early January
0: stuff. What makes you more nervous if you were in a situation where it's third and goal on the seven, game on the line, or playing a new song for someone? You're covering the number one receiver in this situation by yourself. No safety help or you got to drop a song in front of a bunch of people. Mm. What makes me more nervous? Yeah, which one do you, would you be more nervous? Which one would give you some butterflies in your stomach? Or which one excites you more maybe? Because you may be built different. Me, I'd get nervous at both. You may be getting excited for both. <laughs>
1: I mean, I go to licking my chops. You know, I'm always eager and up for the challenge. You know, even though I might be somewhat a little nervous just because of the situation and where we're at in the game. You know, it's always that that little inch of worry. But at the same time, you know, football is first for me. Football is passion. Football is my everything. I've been doing this thing since I was five years old, so I definitely have to go with the football that I get more excited and, and routed up about that. And as far as music go, I haven't really performed in front of, you know, 10,000 or however many X amount of people yet, you know, so I I couldn't really even give an answer or take on that.
0: Cravon LeBlanc joining us here on ESPN 106.3. Last thing, Cravon. If you were talking to say, like, I have a nine-year-old son and a four-year-old son who both love football already, and actually both are really into music already. What advice would you give them and all the other young kids in our area growing up that, you know, want to live the big dreams like you've been able to do? Just keep going.
1: Always fight for what you believe in. Believe in your dreams, aspirations, and goals. Never tell nobody. I mean, never let anyone tell you that you can't accomplish Your dreams. If somebody tell you your dream is too big, they just can't see it themselves because it's not their dream. You know what I'm saying? Always go for what you know. Definitely put in the time, work, and effort into your passion because hard work pays off, you know, at the end of the day. And also, I would definitely just tell them, like, no matter what you want to do in life, whether it's football, basketball, music, like you said, if, if they love music, I don't see a harm in doing other things like other hobbies you know spreading your wings um trying to find yourself and create different revenue and avenues for your brand yourself you know being able to just throw it out there like hey i'm talented like you know i'm trying and then just know how to exactly organize the two you know if it is more than one thing that you love to do you know, when it's football time, it's football time. That's come, that's that's what you have to take care of. In your spare time and in your off season, hey, it's nothing wrong with doing music. It's nothing wrong with, you know, doing what you love to do or have a another passion for.
0: And if you could also do me a favor and just tell him to do his eye ready and his homework so his teacher stops emailing me, that would help a lot.
1: Oh yeah, definitely <laughs> gotta get them great I have I've actually witnessed a lot of great football players and athletes come through Glade Central. Who never got the chance to, or the exposure to play their dreams because of bad grades or not passing the ACT or the SAT or not taking school seriously. And then when it's time to actually go to college, yeah, you're, you know, you, you doing your thing on the field, but without them grades, they, they, they not, they not trying to take a chance on you.
0: Well, Craven, that's a great message. Appreciate your time. Best of luck this off season, and best of luck next year and with the music career. Thank you. Thank you so much. Again, that was Craven LeBlanc, NFL cornerback, Bell Glade star, FAU star, right here on ESPN 106.3.